Welcome to the Moon God Pod. I'm your host, JYLAX, also known as Jason Harrell in real life, but in the ACO world and Discord and, you know, everything social, uh, JYLAX, I'm your guy. With me always is my main man, Love Ox, co-hosting the show. And today we are welcoming not one, but two guests. We've got JB uh, at Trailer Trash, uh, an official Moon God. And we've got a special guest, and we'll get to why he's hovering in the corner, Mr. R.D. Roger Dickerman. Gentlemen, welcome uh, today, and thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having us. I'm super excited to be here. Ditto. Thanks for having us. <laughs> now, as we know, uh, this is a show dedicated to profiling the amazing members of Aku, uh, most specifically the Moon Gods. But... When it comes to creating content, we also want to kind of mix things up. And today's going to be a great episode. And uh, you'll see exactly what I mean by mixing it up, um, including dropping some major, major news. We were talking about it off camera. And Loveox and I, our heads were just blown away about the uh, news we heard. Now, it is kind of the holiday season of Halloween and Thanksgiving. So will it be a trick or a treat? I promise you it will be a treat. And, you know, with the Thanksgiving coming up, you'll be thankful that you heard it here first. Uh, with that said, I want to welcome JB. And JB, thanks again for uh, jumping on. You hit me up and were like, I've got some major news. And then you, I was like, well, okay, what what, what are you kind of working <laughs> on? And that that's what's interesting is because, like, we know each other through, like, the Discord in this community. But this is what the show is all about is really getting to know. And you were like, I've got something big cooking. We're going to get to what you're cooking. But first, I want to know, what was your Aku introduction? When did you first kind of jump in and say, you know, this is a project that I want to I want to invest in? What what was your introduction to Aku? Well, um, I was I was actually working with the parallel team Um and I was doing a, a project with them with a, a gaming studio. Um, and we were in the process of working on, on some, some items for the parallel project. Um, and I really loved working with parallel. Um, I don't think my team did because they, they had a, a different agenda at the time. I mean, NFTs were new, they were unknown. I mean, this was early, like February of 2021, um, and, you know, some time went on and, you know, I ended up kind of separating from the studio I was with, uh, kind of leaning more on parallel. And at one point, uh, Kalos from, um, parallel was like, you know, Aku is looking for some help. And I'm like, well, who's Aku? Can you introduce me? <laughs> and so, and he's like, no, you idiot. It's, uh. Aku's a character and Micah is the one you got to talk to. And so, um, long story short, we got to talking a little bit, uh, within just a few minutes, I had all of these Aku files. I had the character and my first project that we did together were the, um, the walkthrough with Aku on for Times Square, uh, that played during the Christie's auction. So, made a, a real long video, you know, a couple of different videos for the screens that were, you know, playing in Times Square. And, um, and that was my first introduction, uh, to working with My Micah. And, um, and I like instantly, instantly <laughs> fell in love and wrote him this long old email as soon as I finished that, like listing off the thousand different reasons why I had to be working with, with the, him and the team. And so, um, and a week and a half later, 10 days later, we really, you know, had started and completed chapter four, um, cause Dirk was in and had some emergency or something. And I ended up having to fill in for him. Um, and that all happened just so lightning fast, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and one thing led to another and seven or so chapters later, you know, we were, we were hitting the ground running and, um, and it's just been a, a match made in heaven for me. I, I, I love working with Micah. I absolutely love the team. Um, and as much love as I have for everyone, I think I love the little character even more. <laughs> and so, um, and I don't know how that's possible to have so much heart go into something that, you know, 
doesn't necessarily say I love you back. Right. Um, (laughs) you know, uh, so that's kind of interesting, but, but that's, that's how I've always been as an artist. Like when I work on stuff, like if it makes me feel something inside, if it stirs up an emotion, if it brings a little tear to my eye, I know it's something good. And the first time and every time I work with Aku, I get that feeling. I get the, the goosebumps on the arms and the, you know, the, the desire to just make something awesome, you know? And so um, this is the environment for me to be able to do that. And Micah has um, unlocked that freedom to be able to do that. And so, you know, really blessed. And uh, so (laughs) that's how that all started. Yeah. With, 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 with Aku and Micah. JB, thanks again for coming on. I'm just, I'm so excited about this episode. I, I can barely contain it. Um, <laughs> I have to say that your your creative prowess is just amazing. Um, from somebody who's been on the creative team and has been responsible for creating those chapters, is there a chapter that resonates with you particularly than the others? Or is there one that stands out in your mind? Um, they all do for different reasons. Um, I think there's something about Seven, uh, that <laughs> I don't know. It's like the the plane, the the connecting of people. Um, you know, that's why we do this, right? Is to bring people together and connect them in ways that you normally wouldn't be connected. And uh, that chapter represents, you know, that feeling in in, in a minute and a half. Uh, but it also was a, a really big one for us because it also, um, you know, made it something that you, we could see other people other than our, our community. And, um, you know, there was bigger player players involved, like, you know, when Jay-Z and then the Plains people saw it, like that happened the Saturday night before release, we were going to release it on Sunday. And so we sent it out. Um, I think Vandal or somebody had a, had a look at it and ended up getting it in front of the Plains team and literally within 12 hours, the entire piece had been rebranded with the plain stuff in, into it as well. Um, and so it, it, it shows me that chapter, like the possibilities of what can happen when you do something awesome. Right. Um, you know, a, you have this ability to connect people with the plane flying from one person to the next, to the next, but you also have the introduction of these big players coming in and starting to work with Aku, which in itself is a huge, significant uh, stepping stone in our progress, right? Um, and so, Chapter Seven stands out for me. But they all they all stand out for a ton of different reasons. I mean, going through eight with the, you know, <laughs> looking at the the office, looking at the bedroom. Um, I mean, Aku's not even in eight, right? Like, you know but you get a lot of the story, you get a lot of the feeling of who he is and that type of thing. But, you know, so they all have their own thing that stands out. Like even nine, for example, when he's taking off and, uh, and you look at the, the ground, he's, that's actually Edwards air force base down below. And if you look at the top gun movie, where in the opening where Tom Cruise is taking off and trying to hit Mach 10, that's the same runway, <laughs> you know, there's like all these really neat little things like that. Um, you know, but, you know, if I had to pick one, Chapter 7 definitely takes the cake. So so if I had to read the tea leaves, you're telling us Tom Cruise is a moon god. We just- <laughs> that's that's how I, I, I – perfect. Excellent. Um, we, we talk about, like, a, you know, are you a chapter guy or an Akutar guy? Because it seems like a lot of people are stacking one or the other. And then there's, you know, uh, there's, like, guys like me and Lovox that have healthy bags in both – um, and then, of course, you know, then you get a guy like Pranksky that's just, uh, you know, filling his bags with Akutars. Who knows exactly what all he has? I think for myself, um, I love the chapters and I love the actual art and aesthetics. I also see the um, more utility of what the Akutars uh, can kind of uh, offer. Is there, as a, as a, as a creator, which is more interesting to you? Like, because I feel like the, the, the chapters are almost like filmmakers, you know, and then the Akutar uh, angle is more like game dev. So is there anything that you kind of enjoy more or prefer? Uh, well, I love still telling a story, you know, um, and 
and and wherever there's an opportunity to, to tell a story is that's where I want to be, right? Um, so I I would probably lead on the chapter side of things, but uh, um, you know, and uh, full disclosure, I actually didn't even work on the, the PFP collection. I, well, I shouldn't say that all the chapter backgrounds for the chapters that I worked on. I worked, I did those backgrounds for those, you know, in those cards. Um, but design wise and everything else, I wasn't, you know, a, a part of it. Um, but I, I find a, a really strong connection to all of them um, because of the, the, the integrity of the art that's, you know, done. The art is just so absolutely phenomenal and getting a chance to work with it with, you know, some other things that I've been doing Um you know, you really get to see how much effort went into that. I mean, all those traits and, you know, there's some really amazing, amazing work in there. And so, you know, it's hard for me to say which one I prefer. I mean, I, but I, you know, I, I lean towards storytelling, um, but I have, you know, my megas uh, that I want to do storytelling with. So it, they kind of join hand in hand because, you know, you can do storytelling with the PFP with if you have the megas with the, you know, with the rights and that type of thing. So I don't know. It's a, it's a very hard question to, to answer because they're, they're, they're both love for totally different reasons. Right. Um, it's like but I think, your children, you know, yeah. your favorite, <laughs> you know, but, it, but it's, it's also like, you know, uh, looking at an old version of Steamboat Willie. Right. And then wanting to see where that, that where that comes, to, you know, down the road but uh you know in order to to get the stuff down the road you had to have more than just mickey you had to develop a whole bunch of other characters and things along the way the aquitars allow us an opportunity to you know to do that i mean there's like look at all the the pfps in those there's fifteen thousand different personalities that could be stories could be told around so i don't know there's a <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities with with all of it but um but I really think building on that and telling stories with these, you know, these Aquitars is, is the way to go in the future and, uh, you know, to get more content out and that type of thing. But I don't know. I, I love them both and I love them for different reasons, like I said. Um, but yeah, if, if push came to shove, it would be the chapters. So, <laughs> well, I, I don't want to keep our listeners waiting anymore because i know if i was sitting there watching this i'm like there's alpha in this episode i like when are you going to drop it <laughs> i want to make sure that we give uh most of the time because that you know one of the this is a vehicle and without the guests and you know the, you guys are the ones that provide the content so i definitely wanted to make sure we touched on your story but you hit me up and you said you know i've got some big news hint hint uh, you might want to have me on. And I was, you know, again, back to the, like getting to know people. I'm kind of like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> what's your definition of big news? I rem you know, like I I've had some people be like, Oh man, you gotta, you know, can you jump on this Twitter space? I'm dropping alpha and it's, and it's, it's not. There's a sale but, at Kmart. <laughs> yeah. Blue light special, you know. If you buy five GRs of mayonnaise, you get the six free. What what alpha? Um, with that said, I want to turn it uh over to you and do your uh lead into what this big news is, and then um and then Roger, you know, you've been waiting patiently. Uh take the baton and run with it. You want to drop what it is, uh, Roger? Or you want me to take it, like, Toby? Uh... Uh, you you start. Okay, I'll start and hand it off to you. I think this is right up your alley, so I'll I'll be quick. Um, basically, it's Aku Cribs time, and Aku Cribs is what we're calling. Uh, I mean, it's we're calling it Aku Cribs, but it's basically Aku's hub to the metaverse. Uh, you know, you're going to be able to go into the crib. Uh, spawn as your Aquitar through a token-gated wallet set up inside Unreal Engine. So you're, you're fully playable, 1 through 15,000. I'd say out of those 15,000, only one of them is not playable currently. So forgive me, 14,999 <laughs> are playable. Um, and that means if you have 10 in your wallet, you'll be able to go through a loading screen, select which one you want to play, 
and then start joining into your world. It also serves as a gallery for the art that's in your NFT wallet. So there'll be pictures hanging on the wall that you can take your connected wallet, open up the images, select the image, apply it to the picture that you want it to go to. Um, uh, there's also a full cinema mode in there, so you can watch all the chapters, chapters one through ten, from start to finish, if you'd like, you know, in your own in your own crib. Uh, moreover than that, it's fully moddable, meaning you can move things around, you can move the trees around, the pictures around, resize them, scale them, however you want to do it. It's fully open to you to make it your own. Um, and it's fully savable, so the next time you come in, everything will be exactly like you left it. The character you're playing, where you left the last tree, that type of thing. Um, so fully customizable, fully uh, integrated Akutars into your own personal Aku crib. Uh, phase one is going to be single player, which means you'll be able to run around make your crib and that type of thing. And, uh, you know, our hope is that if it's, you know, popular enough that we'll go ahead and make phase two, which would be multiplayer where you could go ahead and bring people in and, and that type of thing, uh, you know, through a, a hosting type of setup or something like that. Um, you know, uh, but this first, uh, first little run into it that we're going to do here soon, um, will be, uh, you know, to a small, very small alpha group. And it's very important that we, you know, we talk about that it's alpha. I mean, we're, we're storytellers at heart and, um, you know, and we're making this game essentially because that's what it is. And so we want to do things right, take our time, build it right. Um, that's why we're not coming on saying it's totally finished, but we want to bring it out to the community and work with the, you know, along the way to, bring it to the point that it needs to be at, um, you know, for where we we're, for where we're ready for a phase two, that type of thing. But, um, but it's really kick-ass now. Um, it's a lot of fun. And with that, I'm going to give it to Roger to take it from there. So. Well, it's, a, it, it's a great intro, man. And just taking one step back, um, let's call it six ish weeks ago. I remember going on some of the early when we revamped the Aku assemblies on Thursdays, right? The Twitter spaces. And I remember going on one of them and saying, you know, there are really four big things in the works. And the first two of those things were framed around literal utility. So that was the football league, right? Football league launched, allowed Akutars to participate. That's still ongoing for the remainder of the football season. Then there were the mega OG commercial rights. I thought that was really interesting for the reason of, you know, Aku being such beloved and protected global IP sort of meeting the community in the middle and saying, here is a character that can be yours as well. I thought that was a, a very mo like monumental undertaking. But in the back of my mind, sort of knew that these other two dominoes, the other two of the four, we're not going to talk about the fourth one today, but that those two dominoes, specifically this one, was the one. Like that this is this is a big, big deal. And I think at that point in time, you know, seeing all the incredible work that's being done cross team with obviously JB spearheading Aku Cribs, it's, um, it, it couldn't really be teased out too early because again, this is, this is big. This is big. This is, this is a high fidelity, you know, really three features stand out to me. You know, number one, the wow factor is wearing your Akutar. And that's your digital identity and being so seamlessly able to swap. Let's say you have 17 in your wallet, just be able to go boom, 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 and run around only as you. I think that's incredible. The high fidelity art environment, being able to swap out art on frames, stills for now. I think that's that's incredible. Galleries like that really don't exist within the NFT space. We've seen incredible players in the NFT space. We've seen on Cyber's done an incredible job. That's within WebGL. This is Unreal 5. This is a very, very high fidelity environment. So I like that speaks to my heart as an art lover. I love to see that on the walls. And then the environment, the environment resizing. I think that's an incredible feature, being able to move objects around, blow them up, shrink them down, move them outside, move them inside, save your scene and setting. You're really talking about constructing your crib exactly the way that you want it. So I, I just think there's so much richness to these features. It couldn't be released too early. And so it became this like zip in our mouths and sitting on our hands and just being like, we're building. Like every Thursday, you know, and there were, there were a lot of trust really us. exciting, right. Trust us. And, and, you know, and I always went to the community with this. It's like, 
I really do believe there is a history that trust makes sense. Mm-hmm. Aku always delivers. You go from the time collab to the mega OG stuff. Like there, you can look across even like a quieter time and there's still stuff happening all the time. There's still Aku out there and charity contributions the pencils of promise. Like stuff's always happening, but this is the big whammy. And we identified, okay, what's the right time to start talking about this? Because again, we didn't want to get that wrong and talk too early before we were sure we could deliver something. The right time in our minds was this this early alpha group, which is going to be a group of, again, approximately 50 people. You know, we're going to go to the core community and expand outward from there to JB's words, like, let's do this thing right. But this is the moment where the community shares in the experience, where everyone gets gets to peer into that window you know, and for those left out in the early alpha group, don't worry, like we'll get there. We're get, but we're letting everyone into that visual, like see the power of that visual, see the power of these cinematic trailers that are produced and like, let's go. I mean, this is, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of speechless when it comes to the enormity of, of what this road means. So it's one thing to hear, you know, you guys talk about it. Loveox and I were able to watch a glimpse of it. Uh, before this recording for the one reason is to really feel the wow factor. Um, I'll speak for Lovox and say, wow, like our Akutars are like running around in this virtual space. <laughs> and, and I want to be clear, like um, I, I, I told you guys this, there are certain characteristics that we all gravitate towards and we like, and then there's others that you just don't really vibe with. And w- when you're looking at the PFP, like on OpenSea and stuff, you can be like, ah, that's not, we went through pretty much like every major identifying trait. And even the ones that I wasn't like stoked on, they looked amazing. And then again, just to see your character running, um, I do want to mention something is uh, about, you mentioned about identify with your Akutar and, and Lovox and I have actually kind of discussed this and how that sometimes it feels like it's a little difficult to um, identify with the Akutar as a far, as opposed to a different PFP that might have character traits. But for the first time, like I really like seeing the, the way they were presented in this, like I felt like now I can actually identify much more with this. To riff off what, what Jason is saying, I never knew. Well, first of all, this is in, simply incredible. I mean, wow. I mean, from the 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 the, the box tray to the mega helmet, it, the execution is something I've never seen before. But to Jason's point, I, I never in a million years thought that going from I guess two D flat picture to three D, where I'm like, I, this is my guy. This is me. This is absolutely me. I'm excited about it, and I can't wait for the world to to kind of see what's going on here. JB, a quick question for you. How long has this been into de- in development? What's gone into this? Can you give our audience just an idea of the size and the and the magnitude of all the, all the resources you guys have put into this? Well, it's, I mean, a huge undertaking, right? I mean, we're talking, you know, 15,000 PFPs turned into fully rigged, fully animated, fully playable characters. Um, that, that alone is enough to give <laughs> coronaries to some people, uh, but to me, with the with the talent that we have on our team, uh, you know, John Seguro, he was one of the original uh, developers to that worked on the PFP project. Um, he wrote all the scripts that allowed for the different PFPs to be rendered and all that type of stuff. Um, really, really smart guy. Um, wouldn't be able to do this without the talent of people like John, people like Dirk, um, people like Spiros and, and Roger, myself. Um, and, you know, we've just, you know, we started small. We originally weren't intending to do this internally. We were intending to do this, you know, with an external team. Um, and I think the more and more that we just went down the road of looking at what we were working with, we started thinking that it was viable to do it internally. Um, and so, like, you know, I think there was some screenshots, like, in July or something like that, I, Um we we had gotten started around that period, right around the the GM breakfast bacon video, because um, that was the first time we had really got in and started messing with the traits and seeing what they could do as an animated, uh, you know, items. Right, 
Um, but but the genius was is that these were all built originally in 3D. You know, it's not like you had a board ape where you drew it, animated it, and then you have to go back in and rebuild everything in 3D. All those assets were already done. They were already T-posed. They were already ready for us to take and and make something cool out of them, you know. So, um, but it, it, it took a lot of time. I mean, it's because of the way we got into it, because of the original intention of not doing it internally. Um, it took us some time to get to the, you know, to this point because we just weren't sure exactly of the, the right path forward. And then around the big middle of August or so, it just became apparent that what we had was really strong. And then we started putting a lot more resources behind it to get it to over the finish line. And that's why we're at where we're at today. Um, you know, it's a really strong, really amazing product. Um, one that gets you intimately close with, with Aku and your Akutar and, and I just, I love every bit of it. <laughs> so, so JB, every project pretty much out there has, you know, the first thing they always come to as if it's the easiest thing in the world is like, now that we've minted, we're going to, we're going to make a game, a play to earn game. Uh, we've, <laughs> I, I've talked to Micah uh, on a couple occasions, you know, and, and he's just like, like, I think he was even like on uh, spaces or something. It's like, do you, do these people just not get it? Like, it's hard to make a game. And of course I didn't get it, you know, like I, we went to uh, Galaverse, you know, with Lovox and I have talked about this and, and Gala's got a lot of games in the, in the pipeline, but they're like two years away from play testing. I'm, yep. so when I see this, I'm just amazed by like, I don't, I, 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 know, I don't know exactly what your timeline was to get to uh, where we're at today. And there have been snippets that have, have built up to uh, what we saw. Um, but it, are you guys like on like this accelerated plan or <laughs> like, it's, well, it's... well, let's, so if I could take a step back to the creation of, of Akutars, cause at that, at the creation of Akutars, like I was, I was talking to Mike on a regular basis. I wasn't officially the head of web three at Aku, mm -hmm. but one, I think of the key decisions that he made, and that the team made at that time was to build them in Unreal, right? And JB spoke to this a bit, but like when that decision was made, when I was writing my threads from the outside uh, of the brand, that I keyed in on that. And yet at the same time, I knew that that wasn't, it didn't click. Like I knew that that wasn't hitting on the other side for most people reading those threads. I knew that point, it's kind of this gloss over point. It's like, oh, these Octars are built in Unreal Engine that gives them opportunities to do X, Y, or Z in the future. I felt like that was just kind of, you know, you gloss it over, you kind of move on to the next point. And why? It's like, that's not to the fault of anyone. It's just, it's, it's unclear. What does that act? No idea what that meant. And, right. And, and what does that actually yep. mean? Right. And at that point in time, you know, you look at an Akutar and you look at, and this is, there are incredible projects out there and other that maybe not so much. And you look at them all and in 2D form on OpenSea, there's different art, but there are a lot of similarities. Mm -hmm. Now you get to the stage where it clicks. And this is this is that moment. This is that decision, you know, has this waterfall effect where now we arrive at this point where it no longer looks anything like its 2D PFP counterpart on, on OpenSea. Mm -hmm. And you're stepping into this immersive world. And so just like speaking to the effort that's gone in, I personally am amazed by the Aku Creative Engine and, and all of the people who sit within it on a daily basis. Like, just as a starter, it's like it's a good cup of coffee in the morning. It's just being surrounded by these kinds of people. Mike, you know, Mike out of the top and then, and then all the way through. Um, it's just, it's just fun. And that's the power to it. And speaking to the game point, like it's going to take time, you know, what is a game really, right? We could define that a couple, you know, a couple different ways. What are you able to do? What are, are there other levels? Where is this thing going? A lot of these questions within this have yet to be answered, right? But we've arrived at a very, very exciting step one with, I think, game-changing features within it. You know, the goal is now, it's like due, due diligence. There's a hell of a lot of work you'll have to be done. There are more hills and mountains to climb. Just got to keep checking those boxes, inviting, you know, ideally, knock on wood, inviting more people in. The community has the window in now and um, you know, let's, let's see where this thing goes, but it's a very, very significant step. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is accelerated. Um, you know, I, I Roger knows I'm not one to, to sit and just do an eight-hour day. I mean, I oftentimes work around the clock on this stuff, um, you know, but I, I think it's important, you know, for us to get this out there. Um, you know, we always took big swings and, 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 and always trying to lead, you know, and, you know, first NFT in space, you know, like, this this kind of like innovation i mean from a game game dev point of view it's not really necessarily innovation because it's a game right but for an nft project that reads directly from a blockchain and spawns your character based upon the blockchain that's significant um and that's a big first step and i'm not sure um how many people are doing that to the point of getting 15,000 specific different characters to launch within one game i mean it's a huge monumental effort but um to answer your question about the accelerated schedule this took about three and a half months um and about five people not even for the entire five months or for entire three three months or so um and add in we did a mega chapter in there as well so yeah about three three and a half months to get to this point um, it was important for us to do it quickly, uh, like we said, to get it to, to you know, to market, to lead and innovate. But um, but it was also important to do it in a small chunk so that we can iterate where the community wants us to take this next. You know, you mentioned the two year dev cycle. The two year dev cycle can be a killer. Say you start something that you think is awesome and then two years later, that idea is already passed. Right. So. We don't want to do that. We want to keep leading, keep innovating, and and provide something that, as a community and as a, a studio, we can all build together going forward. Um, and the community's reaction, quite honestly, is going to dictate where this goes next. So, um, so accelerated small sprints is how we're approaching this. So, what what do you think, Roger, in terms of like um retention of community like we we definitely have a strong community i think that it's um it's quite niche but in the nft landscape as a whole everything is down right so how do you combat like community retention but also um realistic timelines because the nft space this the space-time continuum of this world is really unrealistic when you look at like other major million dollar you know companies you know they they get you know we just have to worry about a q1 report or a q2 report but a week can go by and the sky is falling in the nft world um as even as committed as like a community might be so how are you combating this unrealistic request for like information all the time while still trying to kind of appease um the community it's uh, it's an incredible tightrope. You know, it's sometimes it's it's frustrating to walk. Sometimes it feels treacherous to walk. But I think at the end of the day, the overriding emotion is like, would rather be nowhere else, right? Would rather be no nowhere else because I think the people who are asking those questions uh, within the Aku community, I think it's the most incredible community out there. Like everyone's well intentioned, even the people who are battering battering down that door and knocking on it and yelling through it. There, there there's, you know, I think JB said this earlier. Uh, on or off recording and it was fascinated by by Aku, by that character, by that, by the core of this and what that means. And you stack on, you know, Micah the creator. You get like there's so many things that are going for Aku um, that it's worth. Like it, it's worth walking that tightrope in a positive manner with the community rather than trying to, you know, stave everyone away and say, hey, we'll see you next month. That's why we relaunched the Aku assemblies on Thursdays. Um the other thing too there, the other point is there's enough going on now. Uh, and part of it is organization, clarity, mission. Like, you know, everyone wants a piece of Aku, right? I, I've said that before, uh, yeah. being able to be in some of these, in, in some of these, these partnership conversations or brand conversations, everyone's almost everyone, right? Sees there's something special here. And that's pretty cool to witness. And so what we see happening is you do see, uh, 
Micah, Summer, Aku out there making appearances across the board. You see the Google appearance, you see the Visa and the, the Disney appearance, you see the appearance at Boardroom, you see the, like all of these things are happening like clockwork now because Micah goes overseas to be a curator at the Art and Space Summit in France, you know, associated with some very, very big people and brands. Why are these things happening? It's a special. And so my hope is in walking that tightrope, we do get into a framework of realistic expectations. Why? Because even in the worst week, there's something to see. You see this team out there doing real things and participating in massive events, partnership situations that very, very few other NFT brands have the opportunity to be in the room with. So you, you have all of those as breadcrumbs, right? And then you have things that now have just been like kind of taken for granted, you know, and I, we can kind of laugh at that and chuckle together, but like the football league's just humming along like 2,500 bucks out a week and, you know, something fun to talk about, but it's just kind of going mega OG commercial rights, you know, and the, the co-creation of content. Like now that's just kind of going, all that stuff is, is it's a thing, you know, but you put all these pieces together, um, you know, you stray out to what might the future hold in the physical space. Uh, and then you get back to cribs, the diversity of this has to matter as the sum of all parts is greater than the whole. Like it just, in my mind, it has to. Like in my mind, going in front of the assembly six, seven weeks ago and saying there are these four dominoes that are set up. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know, and I'll tell you this right now. Like I firmly believe that that third and fourth domino, as they as they tip down, and this this gets clearer and clearer and clearer, and we keep walking together. Like that, just, it just has to matter. Like at some point, it's just too much, and the dam breaks. And there, and and then there we go, and then that's and then that's the onboarding of the new right. And we saw that with Akutars. Yep. We saw that significant onboarding of new people. Now we had some unfortunate situations around Akutars. We had you know people encountered that contract error when they were very very new to Aku. Maybe didn't know the firm footing that Aku had with or without that that capital right. And that's that's the truth. Look at Cribs right. That was built after that. Right. So that didn't stop anything. And then now we get to this new inflection point and that's this domino falls another one falls. And then, you know, bring it on. Like we're, we're right. Re- we're ready for that next phase of adoption. And I, I think it's time for it. I think I can say without a doubt, <clears throat> I've not yet seen a PFP project display you know your 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 art in the way that we're doing this now. The way that that looks is is incredible. The way that we can play the chapters through video mode is incredible. Um, the way that you can dig into your your hardware wallet or your wallet and store art is is absolutely incredible. JB, can you speak to some some kind of long term vision as to how this Aku crib potentially morphs out to to bigger things along the way? Oh God, I mean the possibilities are are endless. Um, you know, one of the original things. Back when Micah and I first started working together, he was talking about was, um, you know, doing a, a situation where we could have real live classrooms for kids in Africa or, or in, you know, I, you know, the furthest reaches of the world and they could all connect in and, and be brought into this one place. You know, that's one thing that I can see happening. I can see, you know, us using this as a, a place for, community driven events i can see things like in real life virtual concerts right like so it's really happening somewhere but also happening inside of an aku crib you know maybe a push a t concert for example you know inside of a crib or something like that um you know that's really really interesting um but i also see it as an opportunity to um to develop even more for your Aquitars, more things that your Aquitar can use or, or forge or create. Um, you know, all I know is that this gives us a foundation to do almost anything, right? Because with these assets, we can create all these different movies and stories and, you know, snippets of entertainment, but we can also create really rich gaming experiences with them. So to tell you exactly where this is going to go, I don't know. And I really mean what I say about the community is going to dictate where this goes next. Right. Um, Like the response and everything else will show us what areas we want to focus on and that type of thing. I've got ideas 
coming out of you know the proverbial a-hole so to speak right like i um like 2d side scroller game with aku that's like chapter seven side scrolling where you're playing with the plane for example uh you know, in a, a, a Mario S type of environment. Um, I think you've seen a video teased around of the flying Aquitar in the full suit from the Mega first chapter, Mega one chapter, right? Um, I could see a game being developed with that. But ultimately, it, it comes down to, you know, the team and the ideas that the team has. It comes down to the community, the ideas that the community has. And we listen to it all and we'll, we'll make an assessment in terms of what's going to be best going forward. But I know this, that the, the having this foundation is, uh, gives us a huge leg up to do any next step, right? Like, um, like the, the chunks that we've taken off the, the table, which is the playable character with the playable Aquitar stuff. Um, you know, those are things that when you're doing a, a traditional game, take a lot of time to develop and have a nice character that you can run around with. So we've got that out of the way now. We can go and take these and do a lot of quick iteration, a lot of uh, really cool ideas and see which one sticks the, the best, you know. Um, but I, I, I think I have a, a good idea of where I want it to go, but I really think it, it, it falls to the community and to you know, the response in terms of what people love and like and what they want to see more of, you know? So, um, so we'll, time will tell <laughs> on that one. If, if I could offer three words that I think are really, really powerful, trust the team. And I'm talking about the creative team. I'm not even throwing myself out of this. I'm talking about the creative team specifically. <laughs> trust, trust the team. And here's why, you know, Jason, remember talking about the built-in Unreal, right? Didn't know what that meant at the time. And, and the only reason I did is because I have the artifacts background. I've worked with Dirk for a long time. You work in Unreal over there. And so I got clicked in. He didn't. It doesn't make any sense. That gave the clean palette to say they were already created with an end in a very flexible end in mind. That was step one. Mm-hmm. Now step two clicks in. That's Aku Cribs. Okay. Aku Cribs happened because of that decision point. Aku Cribs is an entirely new wild palette. But think about the reaction you guys had, just seeing, you know, seeing some of those teasers, seeing some of those snippets, seeing the power of what was developed with the with the palette offered by that first decision. That was a creative team decision. Now that now the palette expands. Mm-hmm. Now the world gets more magical. There's creative teams gonna make good decisions. You know, community is gonna be taken into account, but like they'll make good decisions and and and, and magic will happen with due time. Yeah, I've always worried that when we say we're building that people are going to not believe us, but um, we are, and we constantly are, and we aren't stopping. I think that's the really the most important thing. We love what we do too much to stop. Um, <laughs> and so even even if everyone told us, like, you can't do this anymore, I still think we'd probably find a way to, to keep doing it. <laughs> so no, uh, one, one thing's for sure is it, you guys are playing 4D chess, you know, and and I've believed that, and and even from the first time, like you and I met, which you know at the ferocious thing, and and I just I just asked you, I was like, why Aku, and uh, you were like like Micah Johnson, um, you know, and Micah, I think uh, as creative as he is, um, you know, just being an ultimate team player gets like you know in baseball you can't you know you have different responsibilities and you cannot win the game by yourself no matter how great a pitcher you are uh, or hitter, you know, for that matter, uh, to use the sports reference. I do want to bring up something that I think is very important and can get lost within our Aku ecosystem, because while we are all bullish within our own bubble, a big part of it is the expansion um, into, I guess, mass adoption, even beyond just the NFT web three community, because that's the whole vision. Micah, you know, his vision is to be the Disney. This is like the new Mickey Mouse, uh, you know, in, in a well-written, perfect storytold, you know, scenario. My thing is um, not, it's, it's not to sit there and say it's been done wrong. I It's just what I really have a hard time understanding sometimes is the amount of amazing things that have happened. You know, the Time Magazine, the NASA uh certainly the partners 
and it just feels like um like a lot of times like it is not getting the notoriety like i i feel like if this happened like my local tv station should would be knocking on my door at some of the iconic things that have already happened and for this in my mind i'm like it just you still have to get it in front of the faces because when people actually see like what we were able to see today i i think there's like to me it should be no question like i don't care what holding you have there is no other pfp project that is running around its own house and looks the way that this does but it also needs to be put out and and everybody kind of has to see it. And I don't know what that, that exact method is, you know, Um, but, but it just kind of hurts me sometimes when, uh, when some of the things that have happened and they're just not as viral um, as, as I think that they should be. And and especially with the message that Aku is, you know, that's a, that's a huge message just beyond the creative and stuff especially in this climate of the world we live in. Um, so just, I, I kind of threw a lot at you already. <laughs> so it, it's the the hard answer, but the, I think the right answer is it's just going to take time. And one of my favorite quotes is slowly and then all at once. And it's very hard. And I would say impossible to truly predict the all at once. You can try to arrange it. You know, you can try to arrange a ton of dominoes to tip at a certain moment, at a certain time and engineer the all at once. Sometimes that goes awry. I think a far better strategy when you have the ability to is to yourself stay patient. When the time is right, you do certain things. Like, for example, the visibility around the cribs had to make a decision there. We all made the decision that when when do we let the world peer in the windows? And when right. does the alpha group really? Right? These are decisions that have to all be made. And I think it's, it, you know, it's probably not the 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 right time and place to to speak for the overall situation. But just know that across the board. You know, when you talk to when you talk about uh, the mainstream, when you talk about these these partnerships, when you talk about these builds that are going on behind closed doors, like there's a lot of stuff that's happening, a lot of conversations that are happening, and in in due time, when the when the moment is right, those dominoes tip, and at, at some point, that slowly becomes all at once. That's my that's my personal firm belief. That's how I like to frame it. Now, do I think these third and fourth dominoes of 2022 will matter? I do. Okay. In what in what way we're, we're going to have to let these things play out. We're going to have to let the community step in, step into those doors and peer through those windows and get involved in the dialogues. And let's light up those Aku assemblies and, you know, and, and let's shake some cages out there and let's see. Let's see what happens and let's see. Let's see how 2022 concludes. We have some fun, you know, uh, like I'll be over at Metaverse Miami doing some talking on Aku setting the stage for some stuff happening at Basel. Like there's, there's some other you know events where we can take some things too. So let's, um let's see how this year closes out. Yeah. Jason, you're an LA guy, you know, um, <laughs> like uh, I lived in Los Feliz for a really, really long time. And, you know, right up by the Trader Joe's in, in Los Feliz is the original Walt Disney studios. Yep. Right. Um, and it's just a house, right? I mean, <laughs> and so if you're ever looking for, inspiration or and or you know that kind of thing that's a good one to look at but what why that's important is that you know it took them 40 years before they had their first real big studio right like i mean they were building to that and every little thing built on top of the next thing but it took them time to get to that point and you know um yeah, and 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 think of how much noise that they had to go through in order to get to that point right like you know it, it, it it's a similar situation that we're in and i and like roger said it, it will take time um but we're we're all confident that everyone will you know see it for what it is it, and it doesn't matter if it takes you know two weeks or if it takes 30 years we're we're gonna be here for it so um i think that's the message right so <laughs> we're not gonna ever give up on aku you obviously don't know my lifestyle. Forty years, I don't know. <laughs> but- no, no, no. So let's. So let, let me let me temper that a little bit because I think that I like the point about Walt Walt Disney starting, you know, humble beginnings and 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 stacking one thing on top of the other. But um, let me temper that a little bit. There were multiple slowly and then all at once. You know, I think if Aku becomes as big as we all believe that Aku can be, that's a number of different levels. 
you know? So th there's a level within the current Web3 context, like Aku still has plenty of room to run and plenty of community to, to bring on. And so there's a version of slowly, slowly than all at once that exists just within the current Web3 landscape. Then there's another version of it that levels up as that landscape expands. And there's another version of it that expands out to the mainstream. So there are a number of very, very fun stages that 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 can be leaped to, knock on wood, in due time with releases, with communication, with community, like all, all of those things in place. So Jay Wow, don't feel don't feel as though you have to wait 40 for this one. <laughs> I won't make it. I pathology you know, says that we try and find something that we can connect to comfort us. So the the hardest issue i think in this web3 space is that it's new you know if you watch the uh you know old clippings from like the early 90s with brian gumble saying you know so what's this internet thing and what do you mean i'm going to send an electronic mail and ha 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 the internet's a fat and then the same thing with social media when like people first started tweeting in myspace pages and it was like who really cares what you're eating for lunch turns out millions of people actually care, you know, or, or have interest. Um, I, so when I look at Aku in, in this space in general, like I kind of, it's like, well, who's going to be the friendster? Who's going to be the MySpace? Who's going to be the Facebook? I do think that there can be multiples in this arena. It's not going to be dominated by one. And even in the social media, you know, Snapchat as has its market share, TikTok. No, I don't think anyone thought that anyone would come and overtake Facebook, but TikTok is right there now. So I look at Aku and I think this is early days Facebook. Like, uh, like when I, I can't think of the uh, the is it Choi or the artist that you know they couldn't even pay him, so they gave him equity to paint the mural. Go, oh, yes, and uh, they gave him the you know the uh, equity. <laughs> You know, what a what an amazing painting that turned out to be for him. <laughs> or Elon with Tesla, you know, or even SpaceX for that matter. Two ideas that like just seem like the dumbest thing ever. And you get the right guy pushing it and it becomes what it is. That's where I feel like Aku is, but then I have to remember the timeline of the Facebooks, the Teslas, the SpaceX, you know. The NFT thing makes us like, you know, eight-year-old kids on Christmas Eve and we want to open our presents, you know. Uh, so that balance is very difficult. Do you see that comparison? Like, it, am I okay in kind of thinking in that terms of like the Facebook, the Tesla, like like this, you know, I don't want to put that pressure, but like that's kind of a similar trajectory as far as just expectation and growth. Depends where a brand wants to go. You know, it depends where a brand wants to go. I, th I think it, this is a very, it's very weird because a lot of things are neat. Like, so that analogy you gave, but then you could also go the other way and throw in like the, the, the character IP analogies as to how multiple like characters or bodies of IP across anything, across comic books, shows, movies, you name it. Like you can also, you know, bring that into the equation and mash them all together in the middle. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's a it's a brand new space and and pardon my French, but like shit has to be figured out. And I think the most important thing is, you know, resting on the strong foundation of a generational character, an incredible creator on down the line to the entire, to, you know, to the entire team, the foundation that's been laid, how it's walked through Web3 to date, how it's released NFTs to date with chapters, with Aquitars. Now we're sort of approaching the next era, like the next era of Aku within Web3, what does that mean? Well, I think, you know, you're starting to see these dominoes to continue with that. Keep hammering that analogy. You're starting to see these dominoes that really matter being set up. Uh, and again, just like we looked at the Unreal characters and what that might mean, now we can look at this new set and be like, oh, like, let's stream a little bit. I think that's really, and really like to pull all the way back and what is today, you know, why are we, like, why are we all here? Like, let's, Let's take an exciting moment like this to to do exactly that. I think it's the right it's the right time to dream. It's the right time to look at the progress that's been made and to be like, "Wow, cool! All right, here we are. Run around a little bit, throw an octopus helmet on. You know what I mean? And <laughs> and, and and let and let's go and let's have some fun. Like let's have some fun. Um, that that's what I would encourage from the the broader community. So when when we when this comes out. 
um, it's interesting to me if I'm reading my tea leaves correctly that it's before we're going to be in Miami. What kind of correlation do we maybe have with Aku World with this? Uh, is there any kind of uh, you know you know what I'm searching for? What's going to what's going to happen in Miami? Can't, can't give you anything, can't give you anything there. <laughs> Let's stay on topic, sir. <laughs> Well, I do. I would. I would say, like, I think that, like, an installation, like, so when people do visit Miami and they can see this and kind of get like an education, because I, I am when I see what Mike is doing with his physical art again, like, I, th- I think there's something to be said about that. Like, if I, if I own the NFT and then like there's this physical representation that Micah has painted, um that art collection, you know, like, like when the, the physical art collectors really kind of turn and find some value, you know, in the digital, you know, what, what does that all mean? And, and art baseless, you know, last year, I, I didn't know what to expect. I'm not an art, an artist guru, you know, so um now I'm kind of sitting there saying like, you know, like there, there's definitely a bridge that can be gapped, you know, other than Fawocious, you know, doing like a lot of physical painting himself, you know, it's it's like Fiwo and, and Micah, you know, like just just uh you know, all roads lead to to them. <laughs> and and look at the enormity too. Like let's not you know, let's go down Aku physical road. Like you want to talk about innovation. Remember that first nifty gateway release where Art Angels in LA was vaulting the first ever Aku statue? Yep. It ended up going for over three hundred thousand dollars. Like I thought that was an incredible. Moment. I think I bid like sixty thousand dollars in that, which which was a ton <laughs> for me. You know, I was like, but I got to take a swing at this because I just think this is going to be, you know, incredible. So the physical innovation really starts there, and you have Mike obviously with his art that predates that by a good bit. You know, now now started being teased maybe in in in, in tie in in certain ways, uh, and then in between you have this gigantic eleven plus foot Aku statue with this incredible AR component built in that becomes the centerpiece of NFTC at, at, at NFT NYC and has a million pictures taken in front of it. Now, you know, has sat in Philadelphia and where will that go? So there's a, I think there's a lot of um, very significant physical, like physical elements that have dropped, which again, it just kind of gets the imagination going as to, to where this all could go. I've, I've essentially been speechless throughout this whole conversation, just, you know, with the presentation of Aku Cribs and then just kind of sitting peacefully and thinking of all the things that have kind of been done on a strategic level, right? So you're, you're, you're teasing this. We have the Aku Tars. We have Micah actually painting pictures of Aku Tars. We have, we have just all these things that are being put together. And, and, and to me, it just speaks to a larger plan in place that we may not necessarily see, but, but man, it's incredible. And I'm just, I'm just so excited going forward. Just everything that we've done, everything that we have to look forward to, it's, it's just been. I mean, it's not even a question. It's just a statement. This, this whole journey has been just, it's been amazing. And it, you look at the Discord and you see glitch and just all the friendly faces and the, and the, and the wonderful conversations. And hey, I'm going to be here. Or, hey, I'm going to be there. And then again, I, I just, I tie it back to the Aku Cribs. It, it just, everything just seems to be going in such a, a great direction. And I'm just happy to be a part of the community. You know, Lovox, you're not getting away with it that easily. Uh, you, <laughs> that's great, uh, and and I I echo his sentiments. But RD, uh, you mentioned something about the physical statue. You do know that somebody on this panel today has one of those statues. The the original original, but out of ten. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a pain point. You're coming for me. I I, I feel it. You're you're coming for my soul today. There's 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 more pain to. I had one under my jacket at the uh, chapter ten premiere in Hollywood. Um, they were on the table, and I was like, "See you, Micah." And I'm walking <laughs> out with one under my jacket. Well, these are the... <laughs> Lovox. Don't you're being very quiet over there. The, the mean... that were bid on. The uh, the that were included in that vault drop, not the little ones, the big ones. Please, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about there, sir. If you, if you know somebody who has one, I'd love to take mm-hmm. a look at it, take a picture with it. That sounds phenomenal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> There's something going on here that I am unaware of. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll divulge uh, after the show. Um, but yeah, that that physical, you know, that auction. I remember watching that live, the vault piece. You know, it has since uh, that vault piece has since changed hands uh, this over the summer. Um, but that was that was a that was a hell of a time to be alive in the NFT space. It was incredible. You know? Yeah, that was great. So uh, we were actually reminiscing about that the other day. And uh, um, we were talking to Wiggles and about like the NBA top shot days. Now, now, Roger, I want to have, I want you to, we'll have our own special episode, you know, for you as just about your moon God journey and everything. Um, But for this episode, uh, you know, I know you've got to get out of here shortly. Um, Any closing statements or, uh, or thoughts on today? Oof. I, I think I'm going to take this opportunity to, to, to double down. You know, I'm, I'm going to double down. I think, I think we talked about a lot today and I hope by the end of this conversation, it's something I reflect on all the time is I, I think Aku, and this is taking cues from Micah. And I think it's also, it's how a lot of folks on the team roll dirt at work, right? At work, JB always doing things myself. Like we for, for some are definitely like, it's kind of a humble team it is a, it's a very humble team. And, and sometimes I think that, um, you know, sometimes that impedes the hype, right? This is this is yeah, me sort of breaking right. out of that humble shell and saying and reflecting on this dialogue that the four of us are having in here and now. I think this is the perfect day. It's the perfect day for Aku at the current place and time with all things considered. The message is have fun. Like we're all part of this thing. The, the the tracks are there like they they're there and and this sort of decision tree from here branches out very very wildly trust the team have fun go nuts rattle the cage like like it's a very very cool moment and so dream i think that's right dream right build worlds around dreams build your own world around this dream and and, and let's go and, and just have fun that's my message that's all i have to say today it's a great one any closing thoughts, JB? Oh, I mean, how could I not uh, just reinforce what Roger's saying? I mean, every, everything that we do comes from a dream. Um, <laughs> it starts with one big one, and then there's thousands of little ones that uh, that come along the way. And so what you're seeing and what we showed you is a byproduct of <laughs> thousands of little dreams that have come together to make this one big one. Um and yet this one big one is part of another thousand little ones. Right. <laughs> and so it's really interesting how, how it all goes, but yeah, never stop dreaming. That's how, why we're all here is because we always wanted to, you know, bring our dreams to life. And so we're in an opportunity where we can, and all gives us that opportunity working with Micah gives us that opportunity and having a great team gives us that opportunity and the great community makes it even all more possible to dream big because without you uh, out there listening and watching, we don't get to do any of this. We don't get to dream at all, right? So, you know. And and, and I think the perfect tie in there to what JB's saying, and without you guys, like, you know, you know, I've been very bullish onto the Moon Guy pod. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I ride with you guys, and I think you and I'd highlight our Moonu 2 mm-hmm. as well on some of the thread writing that he's been doing some of the amazing things that he's been doing but like this is the stuff and you guys picking up this tour I, I can't tell you how much fuel that gives us right these kind of forums matter these kind of conversations matter they provide different angles different thoughts very unique stories like i've been compelled to go into your episodes and pull quotes and tell a story with the quotes that only exist because you guys put this out there so you're playing like a huge role like part of the broader and the larger team that is really at play here within the Aku mission. And so thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ox closes. No, I, I just want to say thanks again, Roger, for giving us the uh, Roger and JB for giving us the, the forum to present this information, you know, to our audience, not into the audience. I want to say it's, it's simply incredible. And I can't wait till we all can see and have our virtual Aku gatherings in our Aku cribs. It, that sounds amazing. And I, and I can't, I can't wait for it. Well, I want to say thank you guys, RD, JB, a great surprise, some amazing uh, alpha today, and and really happy to 
be able to have these, what I'm going to call our special episodes. Um, I actually have a couple that I'm working on that will kind of be outside the moon gods. It's going to be something I'm, I'm working on. Uh, it's kind of like the featured moon God or honorary moon God type of thing. And so uh, stay tuned for that, but man, I uh, don't want to take anything away from today. Uh, so for RDJB, Lovox, I'm JWoww. Stay connected, guys. You know, like, sub, you know, comment. The more that you guys help us, the more that we can spread the wonderful world of Aku to the masses. And uh, more importantly, just tell everyone's story. Everybody has a story to tell. And uh, boy, I sure would like to be the one to share it. So we're going to see you next time.